In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good people, on this beautiful Christmas night, I wish to share with you a message. A message some of you may already know, but is worth remembering. I share you the simple and yet ultimately true and unconquerable message that all you fear, all that concerns you, all the things you are ashamed of, all the regrets that haunt your heart, all the failures you wish were not, all the missed opportunities that you have counted in your past, all the chances that you have seen go by, all the regrets that you hold, and the dark, aching specter of death that haunts you has a Savior. And that Savior is born of Mary and is named Jesus, who is called the Christ. And he is called the Christ. And how is this? It is this way because God so loved the world that he sent his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not taste death. And this is the will of God to know the one true Lord and the Christ whom he has sent. And so as we enter into the might of the sacred scriptures, and you hear those generations, a free car to anyone who can get the whole genealogy from memory in, in order. But see, it's not simply a ritual thing to do. It is Abraham, the promise of faith, that pure acceptance of faith, whose life accepted in generation comes to its flowering with David, the king, the first 14. But then did you notice the next line? David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. How can that be? Uh-oh. Sin, adultery, faithlessness, murder, lying deceit and shame and that second generation starts with that deceit and shame and ends with what the scattering into exile and what comes after the exile namelessness vague names who had no power and no station who were nobodies as Joseph was except he was the faithful husband of Mary. And Mary had the angel Gabriel appear unto her and say, you will bear a son, and you will call him Jesus, and he will be great. And when this happened, Joseph feared and said, I want no part of this, but he had an open heart to God. And that endless cycle that begins with sin, all the things that haunt us, that begin when we do what we know we shouldn't, when we don't do what we know we should. I shouldn't sass my dad, but there it is. I shouldn't go to that website, but I sure did. I shouldn't have that second name whatever cocktail here, but I went to five, and so on, and so on. I should be honest, it'll be okay, but I lied. And all those things that haunt us, 
are washed clean in the gift of Jesus Christ, who was born into a life like ours, born from a mother just like you, held by a father just like you, worked a job just like you, had friends just like you, had enemies. Hopefully you don't, you're nice, but you never know. Had people that were there for him, had people that failed him. But what's the difference? He is God. And he is the divine God saying, I don't project from the, from the outside, I love you from the inside, wide open in the beating heart of the living Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you say, Jesus is Lord, and if you go into the confessional and repent of your sin, you will know that endless freedom. And if you come to this altar at the communion moment, and in your faith you say, that is Jesus, God, man, you will know him intimately in your own heart. And if you go out there and speak to him in your prayer and obey him in your life, blessing those who curse us, praying for those who persecute us, yetting our yes mean yes and our no mean no and nothing else, having the purest of hearts towards our neighbor. And if they strike us on one cheek, we turn the other. And if they ask for our shirt, we give them our cloak. And we good do good to all. And it's hard. But it is the endless peace. Peace the world cannot give. And it starts with the confession of his name. And saying, I will sin no more. And I will come up to this altar rail, not because it's my turn, but because I'm in love. And I want to know him intimately, heart to heart, close to close, word to word. And here's all my fears. And here's everything I don't know. And here's all my hopes. And here's everything I want. And that is the glory of the Christian faith. That is the glory of Christmas. And in that message, I wish you peace. I hope your Christmas goose is delicious. And if you don't eat goose, neither do I. Who knows how to cook a goose anyways? And if you don't like the cranberry sauce, bring it to the rectory. I'll have it for you. As you can tell, I've eaten plenty. But then you know what? Say your rosary together. Husbands, thank God for the wife he gave you. Wives, thank God for that lout who picked you. If you can't be with your husband or wife for whatever reason, tell God you're grateful for the ones you do have. And you're happy for your children, smart Alex though they might be. And kids, try to pray along. It gets fidgety, I know. Don't smack your brother. He's a doofus, I get it. But he came from the same mama you did, made by the same God you were, has the same faults you do, and me too. And know that peace. And say God is your Father, and that Jesus is your Savior, 
and he welcomed you into his family. You can call on Mary and Joseph and all the saints and no mercy and maybe sing a song. And if you're a bad singer, sing real loud and make them love you. But do all of this because Jesus is Lord, born to save us from our sins. And that is Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.